Greetings. All right, there we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 39. The one where Bob is back after getting cloned from worms eating his original body. No. Can you guess who came back from the dead like that? From clones eating their original body? From, wor- from worms, worms eat- eating the original body that created clones. The worms created clones? The worms created clones after eating the original person's body, took the DNA from that body, and then created clones. I'm going to assume a comic book actor. Yes. Space worms? Not specified. <clears throat> hmm. Eating the original body. Would you like a hint? Yes. He usually dines on turtle soup. Mm, I don't know. I... Shredder. God damn it. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. In the Comics are stupid. The original Ninja Turtles comics were very stupid. <laughs> hello, Tevi. Hello, Richard. Hello, Connor. Hello, Illyrium. That's new. AJ. <clears throat> uh, Gavrob. Comboy. Royo. Gas for whatever. <clears throat> Bob. You're right there. I'm Bob. Solid Robin. Gilbert. Rael. Comboy. Mid-Games 13. Thank you for being here. All fans of Harry Arms worldwide. How's it going? (laughs) Uh, So I'm back. Yes. And we're going to talk about some things. Mm -hmm. First, foremost, on the docket here. We have a a couple things to get through, to plow through at the top of the show here. First thing is, guys, we made it to over 20,000. That cricket. Yeah. Couldn't be louder. <laughs> 20,000 subscribers made it. I said we we're going to do it for TwitchCon. And we and did. We cut it close, yeah. but we did. So, Yay. thank you guys so much for we did. spreading the word. That's the collective we. The good word of the Wolf Den. Really can't do this without you guys. Um, we, we literally couldn't do it without you because you are part of the 20,000. So thank you guys for being here. Watch all of our videos, subscribing to it, and showing everybody you know. Yeah. All about the Wolf Den. Onward and upwards to 30,000 and beyond. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Never stopping. Can't stop, won't stop. All right, number two, which I'm assuming you did not say anything about last week. You would be correct. Guys, Fantasy Movie League. We still have it in the description link, I think. Actually, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nope, nope, not there. All right. Well, I'll put the link there after this goes uh, video on demand. So every week we pick uh, movies that we think are going to do well, and then we get ranked. It's kind of like fantasy football. And some of you guys are doing it with us. Actually, a lot of you are doing it with us. Last, well, standing right now, the current standings. Uh, Silly Movie Mander, number one. He's got the number one box office, like doing name. the best. AJ is doing second best. Me, I am third. How did AJ <laughs> lapse me? I'm pissed. No, wait, this is is this last week? Oh, that might have been last last week's. Okay, I lied. Silly movie mander, first place. Me, second place. Third place, Skyplex. Fourth place, Gavin's Cineplex. Fifth place, Tim Millie. 
And last week's standings, where you go week by week in case you missed a few weeks. You can just see if you want for that week. Silly Movie Mander, number one. Really just reaping in all those Sullys. I didn't even know you could put Sully <laughs> in that many times. Uh, AJ's number two. I'm number three. Justin's Tea and Crumpets Cineplex is number four. And Styles Cineplex is number five. Congratulations. I am hoping to whoop all of your asses still. And that is that. And Will, you're not even. You know, you're yeah, I, 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 the worst. I've got a lot going on and I have forgotten about. Uh, this. So. Uh, Richard says this sounds so fun. Yo, so do it. Oh, I guess I got it. Somebody put the link in there. <laughs> I, I got to get the link. It'll be in the description once this goes a video on demand. Um, next. Guess what? Guess what time it is? Well, it's top of the month almost. It's time for. The PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live games with gold. Gold, gold, gold. So, as always, our public service announcement. Um, if you have PlayStation Plus or Xbox Gold, Xbox Live Gold, uh, they give away free games every month. And we like to remind you what those games are so that you go out and you get them so that you have free games to play. Even if you don't like the games, get them anyway. It's not going to hurt you. Very true. And this month... Um, we find out why they jacked the price of PlayStation Plus up to ten, ten by ten dollars. Really now? Yeah, because they got some heavy hitters in their lineup. Oh damn! I didn't, I didn't even you look at this look. before. Okay, so for Sony consoles for PlayStation Plus in October, um, for PlayStation Four you have Resident Evil HD, that's the GameCube remake up up res to HD, um, and Transformers Devastation. Now the Resident Evil remake it's not tank controls right they still have tank controls but they have there's an option there's an option to turn them off oh so it's not it's still defaulted to tank controls. it's defaulted to tank but they have what's called a modern control scheme okay on there so that's cool um i've played transformers devastation that game's a lot of fun it's hard it's just letting you know i that have now. always wanted to play that now's now's your chance now i can play it for yeah. free that's and awesome and it's good because it's not that long so it's perfect yeah, for me. Shot. Yeah, that's a triple A game. I would highly recommend playing that game on easy, though. Really? Yeah, because it's still a platinum game, and it's gonna be really hard, <laughs> especially okay. the boss fights. But short, right? You said. Yeah, it's like six hours. Six to eight hours. Okay. Yeah, you can get through that. Um, then you got Mad Riders. Mad Riders and From Dust on PS3. Oh, From Dust. I've heard of that? Yeah. <laughs> um. Code Realize, Guardian of Rebirth, and Actual Sunlight on the Vita. I don't know. Oh, Vita. I don't know either of those. At least they're still doing Vita stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Resident Evil, Resident Evil HD and Transformers Devastation are definitely like the heavy hitters. I mean, that's worth it alone. Um, if you have a PS4, I can't recommend those enough. Um, over on Xbox, however, uh, things are looking a little less impressive. <laughs> not, not as good. So, on Xbox One, you have Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. That's available all month long. Ew. <laughs> um, you have The Escapists from October 16th to November 15th. I've heard that's actually not bad. Okay. Um, and then on Xbox 360, which you can play on your Xbox One, 
for the first half of the month. Uh, MX First ATV Reflex. That's one of those games that we had at GameStop. Yeah. That was just just stacks of it for <laughs> pennies. I don't think that's a bad game. No, I just I think it came with a lot of Xboxes. Yeah. And for the second half of October, you get I Am Alive. I Am Alive is one that I've always wanted to play. Yeah. Um, that game, the first trailer that came out looked amazing, and then yeah. it got like, like worse and worse looking, and yeah. then it came out as an arcade title. Uh, I yeah. still want to play it. It didn't get the best reviews, but I remember like people saying it had does a lot of interesting things, and that there are some concepts in there that make it worth at least checking out. Well, it has a lot of post-apocalyptic survival mechanics. Yeah, that and I it's wanna. like actual survival stuff. Yeah. Now, what's the Escapist? Do you know? I think that's a prison escape game with, oh, okay. like, you know, Minecraft inspired. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to try I Am Alive, and I definitely want to try Transformers Devastation. I'm going to download that right after this. The Escapist is an award winning prison break simulation that provides players the opportunity of experiencing a lighthearted insight into everyday prison. Ah, uh, God. Damn it, I did the intro again. Stop it! <laughs> there we go. Uh, so yeah, The Escapist is a prison break sim with Minecraft-looking graphics. That's what it is. It's so cool. <laughs> so According to this, cool. I have a friend who's played it already. So, there you go. Good for him. Yeah. Good for that friend. <laughs> Uh, Asleaf, also known as Gray, says, I can confirm the escapists isn't that bad. There you go. I don't know. I don't like Minecraft inspired. I don't, I think it's just the graphics that are Minecraft inspired. Okay. Like, you know, it's that, that retro aesthetic. That's also like a buzzword, you know? Yeah, I guess. Fusion Riptide likes Minecraft, likes the escapists. Maybe I'll have to play the Escapist, but it's for yeah. Xbox, so I probably won't. It's for Xbox 3. No, it's for Xbox 1, sorry. Probably won't play it. Transformers Devastation, though. Gonna download Def- it. Definitely probably play Probably will also never play it, let's be real. <laughs> uh, Emin says, what free games are Nintendo giving away? Ha! 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 That'll be the day. Yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe that NX will uh, finally... Nintendo, I don't think, will ever have a subscription service. You don't think so? No. Because they're for kids, you know? I guess. They're targeting yeah. kids. They should have a Netflix-style streaming service for their older games, though, mm-hmm. for people like us. That would be That amazing. would be awesome. They're saying that because they're doing a lot more nostalgic stuff, especially um, the NES Classic and things like that, that they might start targeting people of our generation. You put the link to the fantasymovieleague.com in there. <laughs> you didn't put the link to our uh, our thing. We have a league. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 you keep talking. I'll find that. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not a part of, I wasn't a part of Club Nintendo, but I know they gave away a lot of stuff, especially if you register all your games. And apparently, this new My Nintendo thing is supposed to take the place of that. And who knows? Maybe that'll have um, Xbox Live-ish or a PS Plus style, like, you can get... I doubt, like, you can get games, so maybe, like, heavily discounted games. I think you can get games on the last one. You can, but you have to, like, you know, register your all your games and stuff, and you get coins for it. And then you can, down, like, either download them or get a... 
get a physical copy of it. Mm-hmm. So next week is Comic Con. Yes, we will both be there. Yes. Do you know when you're going? Definitely Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I might be there just hanging out on Thursday. So aren't you going to be just hanging out all the days? Well, yeah, but I don't have tickets for Thursday. <laughs> so I, if you see somebody with a camera, um, s- you know, screaming and hollering outside the Javis Center, it's probably me. <laughs> so I will be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I will definitely be there 100% without a doubt on Saturday of the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday, I'm probably going to be at the Busted Tees booth at 2.30 to close. Mm-hmm. So the whole weekend, go to the Busted Tees booth <laughs> and just incessantly ask where the Wolf Den is <laughs> to annoy the hell out of them. Yeah. Also, this week, starting tomorrow, I will be at TwitchCon in San Diego, California. And I will be driving his ass to the airport <laughs> to go to TwitchCon. At five in the morning. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Good, so you can remember to wake me up. I, I will definitely wake you up. Oh, damn it, I did the wrong thing. I'm putting the fantasy movie league in the description. Okay. So yeah, uh, after this, I will be streaming, making the thumbnail, and then I will just not go to sleep. Alright. It starts on Friday, right? Yes. Okay, so you have plenty of time to sleep. <laughs> no, I still probably won't sleep. Alright. Um... Where was I? I'm talking about New York Comic Con. I just want to say we're going to be there. Okay. <laughs> and to go to the Boston Tees booth and bother them about us. <laughs> right. I will definitely be there at 2.30 on Thursday. But uh, other than that, if you just see two tall, really hairy dudes, just tackle us. Yeah. Be like, hey. <laughs> we'll take a selfie. Oh, <laughs> Dante says, do you all think the NX is a smartphone? Well, you do. No, I don't. Well, you think it could be. No, I don't. I thought you did. No, I don't. Oh. I think it's a smartphone competitor. Oh. I don't think it's a smartphone. I think it's a smartphone competitor. Oh. It's going to have a touch screen, and it's going to have games that are uh, competing with smartphone games. Oh. It's going to have Nintendo games, yeah. but you know. They're, they want to compete against the smartphone audience because that's their... That's their demographic. That's who they want. That's who. Mm-hmm. That's their main competitor is smartphones. Right. Because all the kids these days have smartphones. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first thing that I have on the news, mm-hmm. and really the actually the only thing that I have on the news, okay, is No Man's Sky. They're being investigated by Advertising Standards Authority in the UK. Okay. Because obviously. People are none too happy (laughs) with how they advertise their game. So I'm going to read part of this article. It's from uh, PC Gamer. UK regulatory to examine... I'm sorry. UK regulator to examine whether the game's promotional materials accurately represented the game. And so the No Man's Sky saga continues. Beyond the hype, the promises, and the prolonged silence from developer Hello Games and head honcho Sean Murray, it appears the UK's Advertising Standards Authority, an independent regulator whose role is to regulate the content and advertisements, sales, promotion, and direct marketing in the UK, 
by investigating complaints made about ads, sales, promotions, or direct marketing. Is now investigating the game's seemingly misleading promotional material. Frustrated with the disparity between the game's trailers, screenshots, and general information used to advertise No Man's Sky on its Steam page and what actually featured in-game, Reddit user UK issued a formal complaint to the ASA. Ultimately, he or she feels the game's advertising is, quote, misleading and misrepresenting of features found in the actual game. I'm going to blow past some of this stuff because I don't really care what <laughs> that person has to say. Um, a section of the ASA's reply to Azure UK reads as follows. We will ensure the advertisers are made aware of any points relating to other marketing material under their control, such as the Hello Games YouTube channel and website. The outcomes of ASA investigations are cross-applicable cross to other marketing making the same claims so any decision reached in relation to the steam page would apply to other advertising for no man's sky where the same or materially similar claims appear um where's the list they lit there's like a tiny list of of what they're actually complaining about I bet your multiplayer is like right at the top. I actually don't think it is. Really? Yeah. Because that's like what everybody's complaining about about this game. Speaking of Eurogamer, Azure UK also notes feeling personally misled and while not necessarily harboring ill will towards Hello Games or Steam, felt obligated to contact ASA after seeing just how vastly different the trailers for No Man's Sky were from the actual release game. <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. Now, oh, here it is. The points as a UK detail can be found in full here. However, the list takes issue with UI design, large-scale combat, flowing water, <laughs> size of creatures, behavior of ships and sentinels, and aiming systems, among other perceived discrepancies. Those all seem very minor. Yeah. <clears throat> well, size of creatures I get because the very first trailer they showed had like a big freaking dinosaur. You know what it is? There it, are no dinosaurs. It's in just the game. that all of these things add up. Yeah. You know? And you know, everything's procedurally generated. Mm -hmm. So what's really stopping them from being like, no, there are big monsters in yeah. here, and then they just put them in. <laughs> um now in the case that the marketing's misleading, I have a video talking about how, you know. Yeah, it was like kind of misleading, yeah. but like, you know, I don't think anything was an inherent lie, aside from you being able to see another person if you run they, into them. They should have been more clear in what you can and can't do in that game. Yes, I agree. Like, they absolutely 100% should have. And because they weren't in a lot of cases, yeah, it's understandable that people would want to go out and like take them to task for it. You know, especially in cases like the multiplayer where they, you know, at first they said they were, but then they started to like backpedal a lot on that. Um, now people bought it for that reason. It's a little bit of a gray area when you consider other games where the launch trailer 
is like this big beautiful thing and then mm-hmm. the game comes out and it's not as big and beautiful you know what i mean yeah well, which is almost every triple a game well there's there's a launch trailer which is the trailer that comes out right before launch and then there's like the e3 pre whatever trailer for example watchdogs right watchdogs looked absolutely gorgeous in the e3 trailer and then didn't when it came out right that's is that false advertising yeah it wasn't in a commercial like that though right but they're still presenting the game it is to promotional you. material yeah. yeah like they're still advertising the game to you also bioshock i think people were drawing parallels to bioshock yeah. infinite uh i'll also say that you know there's movie trailers where they cut part like parts of the movie trailer don't end up in the movie yeah now is that also false advertising it should be. I'm, you know, it's weird. You don't hear about that a lot in movies. The only case I can think of is a woman sued the makers of Drive because the trailer made it look like it was going to be about car chases, and there's one car chase in the whole movie. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, that, that was, was a great movie. That was a really good movie. Yeah, <laughs> regardless. But um, yeah, because if that was the case, uh, Warner Brothers would have problems because Suicide Squad. Like, half the trailers had that one image of the Joker with his face burnt. That's not in the movie at all. That's true, yeah. And they made a freaking Funko Pop exclusive New York Comic Con version of that. So, so I'm so sure No Man's Sky is going to get... I mean, Hello Games is going to get reprimanded. Yeah, they're going to get a slap on the wrist, definitely. They'll probably get a fine. Yeah. They made a boatload of money, though. Mm-hmm. But is this going to be a problem going forward with other people, then? With, with other games and with other media are people going to be more careful now about putting stuff like that no i no, think that I this don't... is this is like a they screwed up like a lot yeah hello games <laughs> learned their lesson yes nobody else did like i guarantee you activision eas and ubisofts they're not gonna change their tactic you know because of this sony might because sony had a hand in uh this game as well but you know everyone else probably not um in terms of like other media this really only happens with games because gamers are a much more vocal and you know let's face it vindictive fan base you know they're much more um they're they're much more willing to go to court over something like this than like a movie fan or a comics fan or something like that Yes, uh, I can agree with that because I have a YouTube channel where I yell about my opinions about video games. Yes, <laughs> I also forgot to mention that um, Hello Games is not alone. The ASA is also targeting Valve. Valve is apparently mm. at fault also for No Man's Sky's mismarketing. I feel like that will get thrown out because Valve really didn't have anything to do exactly. with it. Exactly. Like, I, Valve was just a store in this case. Yeah, I feel like that's... There's no ground for that. Yeah. They, they don't deserve that at all. Yeah. Because, really, you know, anybody could upload anything to, to Steam if they yeah. really wanted to. They, there's no, like, checks or balances there. It's not their fault. Yeah. It'd be like me putting a song on iTunes and Apple getting sued. Yeah. Like, it's not... That's that's strange. 
guy number 20 says, I'm, <laughs> I'm not reading. Yeah. <laughs> you almost got you. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, I think, that, I think they'll get fined. Yeah, probably. Um, but then, you know, could this be the end of Hello Games? No. You don't think so? No. They made so much money. Right. But then, you know, the next game that they're going to put out, will people want to buy it? Knowing that. They'll be very skeptical. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. People will feel lied to. Yeah. I mean, even if it's Joe Danger 3 or whatever, people yeah. are going to be like, I don't know. You're promising us stunt, uh, you know, stunt courses and we might just get standard racing. I don't know. You know what they'll have to do? They'll probably just have to uh, release a beta. Yeah. So that people know, like, this is the or game Or just tell us what you're putting in, and if something has to change, let us know yeah, right away. Honest. I hope they hired a PR person. Yeah, that's the thing. It's mostly, like, because everybody's doing this, the J.J. Abrams mystery box thing where we're, it's going to be mysterious, and we're not going to tell you about it, because that's marketing. Like, that's not marketing. That's you being cagey and, yeah. you know, holding back things that might sell us on whether or not we want to see or buy something. Guy number 20 says, hello games, more like goodbye games. No! Isn't that a... I'm sure that's a thing. I'm sure somebody's already come up no, with that. No, Donkey goes, no man's sky, more like no guy, bye! <laughs> <laughs> AJ, Fanatics 4, says, Sony will probably see blowback from this, given that they were the publisher. They did. People were pissed at them. Yeah. Um, but they weren't the publisher. They were kind of the publisher, but it was self-published by Hello Yeah, Games. I think... they Sony gave them a lot of money. Sony does that. But I don't know exactly... Like, the Wikipedia says that Hello Games published it. Sony does this thing where sometimes they will contribute money to the development of a game, but they will not list themselves as publisher. They did that with uh, Grim Fandango as well. Like, they are not the publisher of Grim Fandango, but they contributed to the development of the re-release. Oh, they were, they were listed as the distributor. Okay. So it was developed by Hello Games, published. So then what did it... But who's the distributor on PC? I Am 8-Bit. Okay. I Am 8-Bit is a production company, creative think tank, and art exhibition based in Los Angeles, California. What other games do they do? They, they might just be the physical distribution. Production, Street Fighter Club, Mega Man 9 press kit. Yeah. Uh... I don't know what that is. Yeah, because I, I am eight bit. I don't think like is an actual game maker. I think like they're a collection maker. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Hyrule Room to further commemorate the Legend of Zelda 25th anniversary. Nintendo of America decided to create a Zelda style room in Redwood City. <laughs> the company enlisted the help of I am eight bit. So they do. They're like an art house. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Sony probably did a lot of publisher-like things for Hello Games. Yeah. I will say. Especially to put them on their platform. They yeah. basically published it. Truett says, Hello Games didn't make much money after all the refunds, though. And that's not true. It got refunded a lot. But uh, they still made a lot of money. It was still like the best-selling game of that month. Yeah. And the month after that, I think. Really? Yeah, it sold a lot. Wow. No, not the month after that. Because it dropped like a lot. But the, that month, it was the best-selling game of the month. And it's like one of the best-selling games of the year. Wow. 
Yeah. And that's not including PC sales, I don't think. Hmm. Interesting. So like, or is, or it might not be including digital. It's not including one of the sales. The digital usually doesn't get included. I think NPD includes it now, but really, no, no. Valve does. Valve does their own thing. Sony doesn't. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Sony does their digital. I don't know. Yeah, but no, they made a lot of money. It's just that, yes, people did return, but yeah. you know, like. Not everybody who has a problem with it is going to return it. Yeah. You know, some people are going to just eat the money. Yeah. Well, most people are going to eat the money because they're lazy. Yeah. And that, you see that with stuff like uh, the Note 7 blowing up. <laughs> Not everybody's doing the recall because they're yeah. lazy. And then their faces are going to blow off. Uh, Fusion Riptide. It's because video game fans tend to care more about the industry than the casual movie fans. We spend more of our entertainment. We spend more for our entertainment, so we want it to be good and what we expect. He's referring to game uh, game fans being much more vocal and uh, litigious when it comes to what they want. It is we are spending more money. It is ridiculous how much money games are, especially you know sixty dollars is a lot to ask for something. Yeah, regardless of what it is. I never felt surprised when I played the game though. Really? I have to. Yeah, the I, whole time. I have a freaking video saying people are not going to like this game. People right. are going to well, be very disappointed when this game comes out. There's a difference between like, you know. I made that video in April. <laughs> I was like, this game's going to come out. People are going to be pissed. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, there's another good one here. Proto. Very smart. Used all caps so I could see it. <laughs> I was hoping for large scales battles, man. And multiplayer. I thought I wouldn't be the only sentient player in my universe why can't i meet others yeah it's dumb it's dumb that they said that you could and you can't like that is that is the lie that they yeah. told everything else was like vaguely misleading but that is a blatant lie yeah okay you got any news i got i got a, i got a bunch of stuff going on have you heard about uh what the hell is it called uh well basically uh youtube gaming is getting its own live show Posted by Jeff Keeley. Oh yeah, I think it's called Live Live from YouTube Gaming. Yeah, and I'm pissed. And yeah. Now, well, it's part of their primetime block, which is yeah. smart. That's awesome. They're, so, tell us. Video game journalist and presenter Jeff Keeley is teaming up with YouTube for a new live show. It will broadcast every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, under the YouTube Gaming banner. Presumably, you'll be able to watch it on regular YouTube as well. Um, Rather like Keeley's E3 show, it'll have trailers, gameplay footage, and developer interviews all wrapped up in a professional studio environment. Uh, popular YouTubers. Uh, what channel is this on? I don't know. Live with YouTube Gaming premieres this Thursday. Oh, it premieres tomorrow. Oh, look at that. Where is it premiering? Uh, I'm looking. Hold on. Game Slice TV. How many subscribers do they have? Seventy, uh, almost seventy-five thousand. Is it new? Must be. Hey, the unbox therapies in the in their banner. Uh, no, January eleventh, twenty fourteen. Twenty million views. Yeah, they're gonna have um, popular YouTubers on the show, like Unbox Therapy, Matt Pat, um, I has Cupquake, Angry Joe, uh, I Justine, people like that. Nade shot. Nade shot. Yeah. Don't forget an eight shot. Oh, sorry. Um, that's cool. It's interesting. I don't know how it'll do. 
Like, how, how, let's be real here. Aside from this, which is the most successful live show in YouTube history, that's a fact, you can look that up. How well, Not like, true. do these shows do? Like, up at noon or uh, the lobby from GameSpot, you know, things like that. They must do well if people keep doing it, I guess. But, like, I, I don't know, like. They need YouTube gaming needs to do something. They need to do something. They need to do like something that proves they're promoting it. Yes, because you know? they they haven't been, and this is good. Yeah, this is very good. And it's this is well, yeah. I was their YouTube gaming is promoting their primetime block. They're not necessarily promoting this show, but mm-hmm. this is part of their primetime block. Their primetime block is uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Between six, well, there's a show at six, and then there's a show at eight, right? I think. Um, and then there's us at nine. Why aren't we in this freaking <laughs> primetime block? We've been on this goddamn platform since it started, since it's since the second it started. The second it started, I was on, yeah, there. and streamed every week. This year, we toned it down a little bit but we have the most unique show on youtube gaming yep. because we're the only ones who talk about games in this format yeah and we push that youtube gaming link every single freaking time we go live so you got that crispy nine o'clock spot <laughs> we want a piece of that yeah dag nabbit <laughs> but yeah they gotta do something because they need to bring yeah. people to this platform i I was watching a video yesterday, and on the bottom left corner of the screen, it said, hey, check out the primetime block. <laughs> and it was like a little button. Yeah. And you hit the button, and it takes you here. So, you know what? Bring people to the platform. That'd be great. Yeah. We used to be a featured uh, channel on YouTube Gaming. And then they... Uh, and then we stopped streaming. Yeah. We you had to stream uh, 20 was- hours a month. Yeah. And... I was like, I stopped doing gameplay streams because nobody watched those, and they kind of, they kind of just bloated out our channel. Mm-hmm. So then we started doing this, and they kicked us off the featured thing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, blah blah. Oh. We got to talk about YouTube heroes too. Oh yeah, well um, we touched on this a little bit last week with AJ, but if you want to give your two cents on it, oh okay, yeah. I think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything's fine. Everything was fine and dandy until they set until they like flag videos, <laughs> and then yeah. and then uh, I think H three H three did did like a good video on it because you see that it's like. Flag inappropriate videos, and there's like a little animation flag, flag, flag. And the dude's like, Yo, right there, that person's channel just got yeah. shut down. No, it was mass flag videos, that's what they said. That person's channel just got shut down because he just the, the little animation marked yeah. three of his videos. That's it, that channel's done now. Yeah, that's dumb because you're giving somebody the power to just shut down somebody's channel instead of doing the job themselves, they're passing it on to us because they don't want to do the work. And I understand because they're trying right now. People aren't happy with the way the content is, uh, you know, like policed. Yeah, because it's all automated. Right. There needs to be human people that look at every case. Yeah. So crowdsourcing it is a solution. 
I don't think it's a good one. Yeah, because that can get abused really quickly. Yeah. Like, if I make another video talking about how Batman vs. Superman was not good, I'm going to get people flagging it to try and get, have it taken down. I'm all for real people moderators. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's good that they're site-wide, because they're going to have their own agendas. Yeah. Like, I think that we're allowed to have comment moderators. Like, in our comment section, okay, we get yeah. a point comment moderators. We just haven't, because who cares? Yeah. Um, but that's smart, you know, uh-huh. to have moderators per channel. Yeah. But having system-wide moderators, because, like, you know... You got all these freaking idiots that are uh, making these drama videos about each other. Yeah. And if one person doesn't like somebody else, they're just going to flag their videos. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stupid. Tevi said it's messed up. Tevi is also very upset about YouTube heroes, it looks like. <laughs> Bob Hargenblatt says, for some reason, it reminds him of 1984. Yep. Um, I don't know, because 1984... That's the Space Odyssey, right? <laughs> millennials and you're not knowing classics 1984 there was more of a central like government controlling everything if this was youtube like coming down and like starting to ban everything then yeah that that would be it this is more like um just throwing caution to the wind and letting us all fight ourselves for their amusement it's more like the running man have you ever seen the running man it was basically the Hunger Games, but with Arnold Schwarzenegger instead of uh, Jennifer Lawrence. That's the one where Arnold goes, I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. <laughs> it's really goofy. Uh, E-Man says, what's wrong with giving the YouTube community unlimited power? <laughs> sure, nothing. Nothing is. Luther Lang says, the running man. Hell yeah, the running man. Gilbert says YouTube is just a wonderful place where everyone is just great friends. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're all best buddies. KG says, hi, why just talking? You must be new here. <laughs> um, also, guys, don't forget, if you want to talk to us, use the hashtag WolfDenLive. Yes. And we'll get to that at the end of the show. Yes. What else you got over there, Will? Uh, what else do I got in my whole pocket full of? Soup, uh, have you heard? Have you listened to that podcast? I have Spotify not. Is it any good? It is awesome. Okay. I love it. I'll have to listen to that. Some very emotional stories. That is Jared Petty's podcast. Yes, Jared Petty of IGN. IGN. He's a great man. Yes. And he just had, it's a podcast where he just talks to other people, most of them that work or have worked at IGN. It's a one-on-one and he just asks, who is somebody that you're thankful for? And then it usually gets like really like sad and emotional. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. Um We have not seen the recent Jungle Book remake that came no. out. Apparently it was good. Like damn I, good. I cannot believe that. Yeah. Um, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> uh I will eventually wind up seeing it because I'm it has piqued my interest very much. Um and looks like Everybody at Disney's, of course, everybody at Disney's really happy with it because it made almost a billion dollars and it was a critical success. Um, so much so that now they want John Favreau, who was the director of. He's not dead. No. John Favreau, the director of The Jungle Book, and he also made uh, the first two Iron Man movies, Elf, uh, some of my favorite movies, he Swingers made Elf? and Made. Yeah. Elf? Yeah. Jeez. 
he has now been tapped to bring a live action version of the Lion King to the big screen. Uh, this is no. this is to go along with other live action adaptions they're doing. Um, they just did Cinderella and the Jungle Book. Um, Beauty and the Beast is coming soon. They're working on Little Mermaid, and now you can add the Lion King to the mix. Um, if John Favreau's doing it, that's cool. I don't know how many how much more of these classic animated movies Disney can remake into live action because they are doing every single one at this point you know i feel like i mean they gotta just make new ip yeah but it's been 20 it's been 20 20 years yeah 21 22 years since the line 94 came out okay i had to look it up (laughs) that's a long time that that is like ripe for a reboot but or remake but i mean how do you do that in live action? Well, I guess the Jungle Book. Yeah, the Jungle Book. It'd right? be all like that stop and that stop motion, um, motion capture. And there's no humans. Yeah. Damn. So how? So it would just be CG. Yeah, it'd just be a completely CG movie. How the hell would John Favreau do that? Well, I mean, <laughs> has he ever done anything completely CG? Before? Yeah, the Lion King. <laughs> there were no sets on the Lion King on, on um, the Jungle Book. They just stuck. Um, yeah, but there were people in it. One one person. They just put Neil oh, Satie. One person. Oh, they, I that was little like kid. More than one person. No, they put the little kid Neil Satie on like a blue screen set, and then they just had like people in blue screen mocap suits be the wolves and the lions mm-hmm. and all that. I, I don't know. Yeah, it'll. Um, I don't. Know, I feel like I have to see actually see the Jungle Book before I understand like how this will turn out. Right. So, um. It'll be interesting because. For the most part, all the voice actors from The Lion King are still alive. So, are they going to just bring them back? Because Jeremy Irons, like, is Scar. Like, there's no question about that. Um, You do tell James Earl Jones that he's not going to voice somebody. You tell people that James Earl Jones isn't going to voice somebody. You know Um, so much about The Lion King. (laughs) The Lion King is a great movie. It is one of the best movies of the 90s. Um, I also know that there were two direct-to-video sequels to The Lion King. There was a Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, um, which is about Simba's daughter, Nagira, who was voiced by Nev Campbell. Um, that was a Romeo and Juliet movie. Um, and then there was Lion King 1 and a half, which is The Lion King from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective, which is based on Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Um, and that there is a current animated series called The Lion Guard, which wipes Lion King 2 and Lion King 1.5 from, from canon, because now it's about Simba's son, which he didn't previously have. Sounds like garbage. Yeah, it, it, apparently it's like for really little kids. Like, not people who are invested in the Lion King extended universe like I am. <laughs> <laughs> Solid Robbins is leave Lion King alone. Don't want to see Mufasa die in live action. Ooh, yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> that would be sad. <laughs> uh, John Lamb is still waiting for that remake of NES ZT. That was an NES game. Uh, Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, AJ says, "Yo, Lion King is lit." <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of live action part though. Lion the Witch and the Warthog. <laughs> 
totally, totally aside, but they have made 15 Land Before Time movies. 15. No. I, I believe it 100%. Luther Lang says, it'll be interesting to see. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite Disney movie ever. It's a lot of people's favorite Disney movies. Okay. Land Before Time franchise. Here we go. Okay, Drift. Liam Neeson must play Mufasa. Uh, there is no one else. Liam Neeson is Aslan in the Chronicles of Narnia movie, so he's already played a lion. I don't know if he'd want to do another lion. Um, and yes, guy, guy number 20, The Lion King, was a remake of Hamlet. Holy crap, there were 14 uh, The Land Before Time movies and one TV series. Jeez. Wow. I think the original was uh, produced by Spielberg and Lucas. And then it just spiraled out of control. Yeah, this is out of control. <laughs> it has become out of control. Yeah. How many of those are straight to DVD? I think all but the first three. First one was directed by Don Bluth? Yes. Then Roy Allen Smith, Roy Allen Smith, Roy Allen Smith. <laughs> Charles Grosvenor. And, and a whole bunch of the people. rest of them. Charles Grosvenor. Do we? Roy Allen Smith is like a person, right? <laughs> is he a person I should know about? Don Bluth is. Yeah, he did the good one. Yeah. Roy Allen Smith only did Land Before Time leapfrog learning videos, mosaic, and <laughs> a tad of Christmas cheer. So he didn't do anything good either. And then Charles Grosvenor, I'm guessing, is a dude who only does straight to DVD garbage. Yeah, probably. Probably cheap house animator guy. He was a layout artist on uh, 1980, 1978's Godzilla. 1978's Godzilla? Film, GoBots. Oh, the cartoon. He did the good, the bad, and the Huckleberry out. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that at the end. <laughs> Once Upon a Forest, Babes in Toyland, and then all land four times it must be nice to be able to make a career making like shovelware yeah you know because like you don't even have to try true but you can if you want yeah no one's gonna like it anyway i'm sure one or two of them is like fantastic but i'm sure yeah you know. after like 14 like you can't the, the diminishing returns have got to be there e-man says brave little toaster was the ish i saw that when i was like 18 yeah, Brave Little Toaster. That was the first time I saw it. Yeah. So I, I don't have an emotional connection to it like most other people do. It was good, though. I liked Brave Little Toaster. Uh, everybody's asking. Everybody's saying you got a nice shirt. Oh, thank you. My fiance got this for me when she was at Disney World. Oh, it's a Disney shirt. Yeah. Is, I was one, I looked it up on T Public to see if it was a T Public. Yeah, no. Shirt. Go to uh, go to Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And buy it there. And buy it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What else you got there? I got a, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Well, wrap it up. All right. got to go. <laughs> Real quick. Um, Valiant Comics, the, uh, I guess you can call them the big underdog in the comic book world. They are going, they're trying to launch their own cinematic universe because that's what everybody's doing. They're doing that at Sony. Um, but before that, they are partnering with uh, Bat in the Sun Productions who do those superpower beatdown videos have you ever seen those yes um they get really high quality 
costumes from cosplayers and they pit superheroes to beat the snot out of each other. Uh, are they the ones that did Batman versus Darth Vader? Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um they are teaming up with Valiant to bring to do an live action project featuring Ninjak. Um it will that? it will star Michael Rowe um who was Deadshot on Arrow as Ninjak. Um that's Ninjak. The hell's Ninjak? Ninjak is an MI6 agent who is also a ninja. What? Yeah. In what universe? In the, in the Valiant universe. <laughs> oh, in Valiant. Yeah. That's weird. So is this like... Is this like a real thing? This is a real thing that's really happening. It's going to be done by Batman. Is, is it a web series? Yeah, it's a web series. They're going to premiere it at New York Comic Con. They just released the first image of... Uh, Michael Rowe as Ninjak, and this is an awesome costume because this is exactly what he looks like. Um, what Ninjak look like? It will also star uh, Jason David Frank, <laughs> uh, of course. Tommy Oliver, the original Green Ranger, and professional wrestler John Morrison, who is currently wrestling in Lucha Underground as Johnny Mundo. Fun fact: I don't like him. <laughs> Why not? I never liked him. I never liked his character. I thought he was not a good wrestler. So, why do we need an Injack movie? I've never heard of this person before. Because, well, because first of all, Ninjak is awesome. Like, if you read, if you read the current Ninjak series that Valiant puts out, it's really good. Um, and I think that this is just a way to not so much dip their toes in the live action scene, but to get. Uh, the general public interested in their stuff before they go headfirst into live action. Because I think they're doing Bloodshot and Harbinger are their first movies. And I bet you haven't heard of either of those. No. Exactly. So start small and work your way up. I think this is a good way to do it. Um, and like I said, Ninjak is a really good book. I was too right set right now. I think it's Colin Bunn. John Lamb asks, Bob, you never told me where you get those bomb college shirts. I get... I, is this J. Crew? I believe this is J. Crew. Got a lot of them at J. Crew. <laughs> the outlet store, because they're cheaper. Right. Uh, blah, blah. Are you looking someone up right Sorry, now? Sorry, yeah, it's Matt Kint uh, currently writes uh, Ninjak for Valiant. And I highly recommend it. Go pick it up. Tevi says Ninjak is awesome and badass. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it is good. I've never yeah. read it. I've never it, even heard of it. It's literally if James Bond was a, like a ninja. So ninja. is it Valiant's like best IP? Is that why they're pushing it? I don't know if it's necessarily their best best um but it's definitely one of their most popular that's what i mean yeah um because i would say their most popular is like exo man of war ninjack and exo man of war yeah i've heard of right and <laughs> archer and armstrong that one i have not yeah archer and armstrong is excellent though and i'm just hoping that we'll eventually get the quantum and woody uh movie because that needs to be a thing all right, you got anything else? Because we're 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 gonna dig into the comments um, and stuff. Now nah, you can dig into the comments, guys. Leave us your quips, and we will talk to you in the chat. We will also go into last week's Wolf Den live and read the comments from that. And you can get to us using the hashtag Wolf Den Live 
on Twitter. Just like uh, Justin did. Gavin Roberts. I think he. I think that was from last week. Okay. Right? Did you even uh, go into this? You didn't do this last no, week. No, I didn't see that last you week. You liar. You're, a, you're an asshole. Um, Gavin Roberts said, it would be great if you guys could buy me this at New York Comic Con. For it you, is. I might if I could get my hands on it's it. The, uh, it's a Funko Pop Joker um, in his, uh, whatchamacallit. His Hawaiian shirt and hat from The Killing Joke. I'm definitely not going to be there early enough, but if yeah. I am and I come across They it, made it really it, hard to buy things from you. the Funko booth, though. Like, you have to get a ticket. Like, you have to sign up to get a ticket to go to the Funko booth. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So, I did that. Not happy about it. Um, Tevia keeps asking me to talk about Civil War 2 and whether or not I think it's a train wreck and it's destroying the Marvel Universe. Funny he says that. Yes, because I did a video on it uh, today. You should check that out. Um, real quick, I don't think it's necessarily a disaster, but nobody likes it. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I know there's, you know, there are people who are enjoying it, but for the most part, I don't know anybody who does. Um, and I have read all the issues for Civil War 2 that came out. I made sure I read those before I did the video on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's not great. Like they could have told the story so much better. And, you know, I feel like they didn't have to kill War Machine and Hulk, especially as early as they did. Um, Carol Danvers is not the character she should be. Um, yeah, and I just don't think the direction that they're taking it is a good idea. Just, I'm going to rapid fire Justin's questions here because okay. he has a lot. Have you guys considered a Raspberry Pi for emulating? All in one from NES to Game Gear can even make one portable. Yes. But they, I've heard that they're easier than than we think. But yeah. still, there's other options like just using your freaking computer. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like super easy to just use your computer. S- same here, uh, and also Android phones. Yeah, actually, Android phones are not as easy. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day, like if I have money to burn, yeah. I'll get one. But I want to get the 3ds R4. I want to get that whole situation oh, yeah. working. Yeah. Uh, how do you f- deal with your backlogs? Bob, video games, well, comics, as I have trouble. I think we have a video on that. We do. That's an old That's an old school video. An old Wolf yeah. Den throwback. Yes. So we do talk about backlog. Yeah. Uh, I don't deal with it at all. <laughs> I just don't play anything. I never dig into the backlog. Unless it's... Yeah, no, I never dig into the backlog. You gotta do it slowly but surely. You have to set yourself time uh every day to like get through it um uh, comics i feel is a little bit easier than games because you know you could just sit down. yeah uh he also asked i have a ps4 with multiple games ps plus and even seven sealed games but i still at the moment sit with my th- 3ds xenoblade normal totally normal i think that's more accessible sometimes than uh console mm-hmm. uh, um give me comments here why are there if- no comments Guys, really? You're complaining about the spoilers for Civil War 2? Like, this is... Everybody's talking about this on the internet. <laughs> Guys, I tuned him out. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, Kai Williams from last week's Wolf Den Live says, Will, what are some great Ghost Rider stories or runs? That's a good question. Um, There's a... It's in... It's not Ghost Rider specifically, but uh, during the Rick Remender era of Venom, there was a story called The Circle of Five. And that had Ghost Rider in it. It also had Venom and Red Hulk and X-23. Um, that was excellent. 
definitely go check that out. Uh, I know a lot of people liked the Robbie Reyes era of Ghost Rider, so I have no problem recommending that. Study Troll says, could you guys do an office slash setup tour, perhaps? You know, we got to do something for 20,000 subscribers. We should, yeah. There's nothing to see here but behind these cameras, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's... This is like a set. When you go past the set, it is a disaster. Yeah. And the same thing with the computer over there. Yeah. Uh, Asleaf, who is also gray, says, I don't know if Nintendo is exactly not big on anniversaries because they did release a game for the 20th anniversary for Kirby and they celebrate Mario too. I guess they don't do it as much as other companies. They don't. No. They, they've been. They're kind of bad at that they, yeah they did they didn't do anything for metroid yeah yeah they're not good uh common boy does valiant still publish solar no dynamite has that license now so check out dynamite comics if you want your solar fix cal gore says how are you enjoying rise of iron so far i'm not <laughs> i haven't played it i might play it tonight if i'm gonna stay up all night but uh i haven't touched it and I think I have to grind to even meet the level to even play it. I think that's what I've been told, but I don't think I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna turn it on and I'll be able to do missions just fine. Uh, just reading your comments. Ken Levine, great video game director or the greatest video game director from Richard Powell, developer, developer, Not the same thing. I forgot what he did. Bioshock. Oh. And System Shock. Uh, He's pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't say greatest video game. Yeah. But he's good. I I mean, honestly, only... Hey, he didn't do Bioshock 2? No. Wow. He did Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock 2 was the, you know, the, the bastard offspring Bioshock. I didn't know that. Bioshock Infinite was great. Yeah. But uh, as a game... Like, Bioshock Infinite had an amazing story, but as a game, I don't think it was, like, that, like, yeah. you know, groundbreaking. Uh, Tevia is asking, do you think Spider-Man comics can be saved? Yeah. Yeah, make a good story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much longer Dan Slott can keep this run going. Um, I'm sure once he leaves and somebody else comes on, it'll... That'll be good. Because they're not just going to give Spider-Man to any old person. They'll give that to somebody, you know, big and important. Okie Drift says, thanks for the iPhone 7 uh, review. The camera and audio at the end was awesome again. Thanks. Uh, the audio at the end, people are... I've heard people say that the audio at the end, because at the end I unplug my mic yeah. and you can hear the actual audio. People are saying that it sounds better than the actual mic. That's not true. <laughs> it was just louder. Yeah. So people think it sounds better, but it's, mm -hmm. it, does, it does not sound better. Uh, it sounds good. It sounds really yeah. good. Also, I would check out MKBHD. He did a video on his Tesla, because he just got a new Tesla, because mm -hmm. he, he's one of those YouTubers <laughs> can afford a Tesla. Um, he did a video, and he filmed it on his iPhone 7, and the audio is great. The video quality is fantastic, and that's a good way to gauge what the camera's like on the iPhone 7. Yeah. Uh, Solid Robin, thoughts on the new Spawn movie in the works? Um, hopefully it, you know, it can live up to what Spawn should be, and hopefully it's not just Todd McFarlane being a snake oil salesman. 
I'm going to say this is the last question. Okay. Calgore94, are paid RNG loot box microtransactions a good or a bad thing? Uh, it depends on what's inside of those loot boxes. If it's only cosmetic, like in the case of Overwatch, then I think it's it's a fine thing. I don't think it's inherently good or bad. Some people like Jim Sterling argues that they're bad because you play the game to get those cosmetic skins and it's discouraging for him. And I can see that point, but I really just don't care. Um, if it's if those loot boxes have things in there that could give you an edge, then that's a problem. So, are paid RNG loot box microtransactions a good or bad thing? I'd say that they're a fine thing. They're just neutral and they make them money so why not have them yeah uh, uh real quick e-man 825 will how familiar are you with milestone media uh i heard about them recently on an episode of variant on icon uh milestone media for those of you who don't know was i believe it was the early 90s of a whole bunch of african-american comics creators got together and put out their own label of comics um focusing on african-american characters that's where static shock came from Ooh. There's a lot of interesting stuff from that line, um, like Static Shock, and especially Icon, who is basically, what if Superman was black? And it it really goes into like what would happen if Superman was black. It's not just as simple as like oh, it's he's he's just got darker skin. So if you can find any Milestone Media stuff, especially from the original run, uh, check it out. They keep saying it's coming back, but I don't know if it can. Real last question. Tevia says, do you think Dan Slott needs to leave? <laughs> I feel like it, maybe wait until after Clone Conspiracy just so he gets that out of the way. Um, he, his, like, he's been on this book for like seven years. It's, like, he can't keep this going for forever. And then again, Chris Claremont was on X-Men for 20 years. So what do I know? What does he know? Yeah. Guys, we're done. That's it. We're leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. See you thanks later. for thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us. Um, John Frosty, Atten, Tevia, Richard, Sonic, Bad Shot. Yeah. Thank else. you, everybody. Um, be sure to like this video, share it with your friends, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Um, if you're listening to this in audio format, or you know somebody who wants to listen to this in audio format, be sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play wherever you're listening to uh, wherever you're listening to this on there you go and be sure to rate us and leave us a review rate us five stars because that does help us um get placement and promotion in the respective stores don't forget about the fantasy movie league mm -hmm. link is in the description join our league so every week we can say your name if you did good <laughs> uh also our discord chat oh i forgot <laughs> one of the stories i wanted to talk about right at the top we had a we had a very long, very scientific discussion last night mm -hmm. in my stream and in the Discord chat about how cheesecake is actually pie. And then we got into, is a hot dog a sandwich, which it's not? <laughs> also, is pizza pie, which it is, pizza pie? Do you consider a burrito a sandwich? No, it's a wrap. Would you consider a wrap a sandwich, though? Because technically it is. It's not. Because according to the Wikipedia, <laughs> a sandwich is 
multiple pieces of bread. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, if you ripped the tortilla in half and then made it, but then, then what if you make fine. a? What if you do like one of those sandwiches with one piece of bread, where you cut the piece of bread in half? Then that's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like fill the middle, like a cheesesteak? Like you know, so like let's say you smear peanut butter on a, one slice of bread, then you cut it in half, and then you just close it to make a sandwich. Is that still a sandwich because you only what? use one piece of bread? But it's in two slices. It's in yeah. You cut it into two. If pieces. If it's two completely different slices, then that is a sandwich. Okay. If it's one slice, if it's one piece of bread like a hot dog, that is not a sandwich because it's one piece of bread. What if the <laughs> hot dog bun breaks? Then it's a sandwich. Then it's a sandwich. Then you have made a, you have turned that hot dog into a sandwich. Okay. Also, I learned because then there's like calzones. What the hell is a calzone? And then I was like, a calzone's an empanada. Apparently. A calzone, the definition is that it's just a folded piece of pizza. <laughs> and a ta- like an empanada, it, then it, that gets regional. Yeah. Because it says it's Latin American. Yeah. So like that's part of the definition. So you can't just make anything. Yeah. So if you make an empanada here, it's not an empanada, apparently. Yeah. That's like uh, coriander and cilantro, I think, are the same thing. They're just called different things depending on where you're from. These are the great conversations we have in our Discord yes. chat. That link is in the description, and I'm in there all the time. That's where you can continue this conversation. Also, after this, I will stream draw me drawing the thumbnail, but it'll probably be very late because I need to pack. <laughs> so, there's yep. that. So, look for that around 11.30, maybe 12 o'clock. All right. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Thank you for getting us 20,000. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Ho, 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 what can I get you? Hey, Santa, a pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells, I should switch to Metro. It's smart, you should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.